1: I am Latricia, and with me today is my co-host, Phyllis. Hey, Phyllis.
0: Hey, Latricia, and hello out there, Difference Makers. How are you today? I'm doing pretty good, pretty good, no complaints. I'm excited about our topic today. Last time, our podcast focused on sisterhood. This podcast is entitled... Oh, boy. But we're not talking about brotherhood. We are talking about boycotts. The principle that relates to this podcast episode is Chagalia, which means self-determination. Latricia, I found an interesting fact about boycotts. The word came from Ireland, and it was named after someone who was on the opposite end of being boycotted. His name was Captain Charles C. Boycott. The Irish decided that they were not going to work because of the meager pay, and as a result, they boycotted. And the person that was affected the most was Charles C. Boycott, so it was named after him. Now, that would be something to have something negative named after you (laughs) all these years.
1: (laughs) That is, That that is is funny.
0: The history behind the word, wow, so that's that's something. that's something why they boycotted, but you've you've had a lot of experience, more experiences than I have. Why do people boycott besides pay?
1: I think people boycott because they're mad. Somebody mm. has done something that violated them in one way or another oftentimes people boycott because of some type of racial or social injustice. At least that is what I've seen when it comes to boycotts. I know recently, just this month, there was a boycott. And and I guess it's still going on. I don't know if there is a call for a boycott. It involved a lot of celebrities because they were boycotting Gucci because of some clothing item. There is a sweater that resembled blackface and people were upset about it, It saying how it was racially insensitive and people have called for a boycott, particularly I guess, for celebrities, because most everyday people can't afford Gucci anyway, so
0: mm-hmm. I was thinking I've been boycotting them all my life. <laughs> <laughs> Gucci and Prada, unless you count the ones at the nail salon or the nail shop and places like that where they sell the print, but other than that, I've been boycotting Gucci my whole life,
1: <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, Prada is another one where they they had something that these little monkeys with these big red lips that people were saying was racially insensitive. And it's just amazing to me that these companies don't know or they act like they don't know. I just find it very hard to believe that they don't know. This is 2019. There is too much information out there for people to declare ignorance. Or maybe mm. maybe they really don't know because Mm-mm. it's not something that actually matters to them. I don't know.
0: I don't I don't buy it. Something in the milk ain't fresh. As long as Gucci has been around and as many Black celebrities that support them and put them in song, they didn't know that was racially insensitive. It's just beyond me.
1: Right. It's beyond me, too. I guess another thing that is interesting to me is how so many of these celebrities are talking about boycotting Gucci now that they they did this thing with that sweater. And I saw something where Spike Lee was saying that he was going to boycott them until they got some black designers in. And and I started thinking about, why is it this instance that's making people want to boycott it, if they haven't had any black designers and they haven't catered to black people in the way that makes black people feel wanted or that these items are created for us, why are we shopping there anyway?
0: Mm-hmm. And there is one notorious designer who's an African-American. His name is Dapper Dan. Some of Gucci clothing line has his name on the back of it. Like some of those celebrities, Beyonce, she's had on a coat in that back. It was Gucci print and on the back it said Dapper Dan. So Dapper Dan did speak with whoever's the CEO or, or marketing expert of Gucci as a result. Gucci has said they would hire more diverse designers, not in just America, but in across the world. I remember Tokyo was on there. Nairobi was on there as well. They would start to branch out and diversify. They made some other, I guess, solutions to the problem. They made some other things that they would want to do as well. But for me, I wonder, when is redemption? What con- What constitutes something being redemptive what actions must follow afterwards or how do you feel about that like the redemption is that enough an apology hire some more people do you think that's suffices for the redemption
1: it may suffice for some people but it doesn't suffice for me mm-hmm. i believe in forgiveness i can forgive you but that doesn't mean that i need to stay in relationship with you Mm-hmm. It's different now in two thousand and nineteen than it was maybe in in the nineteen fifties or sixties or whatever. I remember reading an article in one of the black magazines, and they were talking about how they had to stick together because they weren't accepted by the white magazine, so they had to come together and do their magazines together. That's how I feel now in 2019. We're talking about Kuji Chagalia being self-determination and self-determination. It's really about defining ourselves, creating for ourselves, speaking for ourselves. In this day and age, with all of the revenue and wealth that black people have amassed, I don't see why we don't do more with creating. Why do we have to have the Italian designer's name? Why not have the African-American designer name? T.I. was upset about the, the Gucci thing and was one of the people who called for the boycott. And in calling for that, he suggested some black designers. There are designers out there who are black, that can serve the purpose we are in a position to be able to create for ourselves so why do we need to patronize the big name Italian designers why not patronize designers that are black and get their names out there give them business so that they can become those luxury brands that so many people have come to to know and love
0: Mm hmm. Mm-hmm. And if you go to our Instagram, living the principles, we have some of those listed, those black owned luxury brands listed. They include Laquan Smith, Lim Lim, Cushney, Mifflin, Want Less Essentials, Romeo Hunte, Pyre Moss, ZAAF. There's an article that you could Google that's called 19 black owned luxury brands to support instead of Gucci and Prada. But I was very moved by T I because I feel as if he does a lot for the black community. And not only that does that show his idea of the principle of Coochie Jackalia self-determination, but he also is buying back his old neighborhood to revamp it. That information came out last year in 2018 but he's applying those principles he's applying that principle to change his neighborhood and even change some other black entrepreneurs lives for me i think that's what i'm more confused about than anything as you said there's going to be many people that support gucci and prada but for me, I love buying something from a black owned company because I'm putting food on the table, tuition money in the bank, five twenty nine for a uh, whatever um i r a in the hands of a black person. So that means a lot to me, especially considering where we fall on the totem pole as far as overall finances. But we're high consumers, so I hope people start to imagine where the money is going that they're spending
1: yeah and and it's funny you should say that because one of the other things i find so interesting is the amount of money people are actually spending on gucci and prada it is crazy
0: gucci and prada is the symbol that says i've made it so these other brands may be just as well-designed and stitched and quality as Gucci, but they don't say, I've made it. So I think not only with celebrities, I believe even with poor, poverty-stricken, middle-class, upper-middle-class Black people, some of us struggle with the, look at me, I made it syndrome.
1: Ooh, that is good. good, and it is the truth. You are absolutely right. Those things are symbolic of success for so many people. Mm-hmm. If I can go out and buy a Bentley or if I can get go out and, and buy Gucci or Prada or Louie or any of the other high-end luxury brands, then it appears that I've made it.
0: Mm-hmm. So, do you feel the Gucci and Prada one, Prada boycotts were just based on emotion?
1: Time is going to tell if it's based on emotion or not. I know that. Some people think that people are going to go right back to purchasing from them. And, and I think just even in reading some of the stuff that it didn't sound like it was this let's ban them permanently. It sounded more like let's boycott them until they fix things, until they mm-hmm. give us what we want. It sounds like there is going to be an end to the boycott.
0: Mm, I agree, I agree, because it does sound like, well, if you hire more black people, if you give us some scholarships, I believe that's something else Gucci is doing, is giving scholarships to a few minorities in colleges, different colleges in design, for design, but it negates the self-determination and identity of self and speaking for ourselves and all of those things. Have you ever participated in a boycott or boycotted
1: something? Yes, I have. And... When I think of boycotting, it comes down to not giving my time, talent, resources to places that I don't feel appreciate me as a consumer. Mm -hmm. So I make a conscious decision to... Stop supporting people, places, and things.
0: Okay. I can see that. And there are some issues that I see with boycotts. Because when we were speaking of the Gucci boycott, there was an end to it. But I'm not sure if that was announced. So I feel sometimes that there's issues with boycotting. For example, a lack of long-term vision.
1: Yeah. How do these places and people get held accountable? I'm not really good with times. I know it It wasn't that long ago where there was a, a boycott against H&M because of a t-shirt that they had. I hadn't heard anything else about it after a while. Is like, are people going back shopping at H&M now? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I, yeah, I don't know. You, yeah, you're right. There's no no direction.
0: And I think it's good for emotions to be a spark, but emotions shouldn't be the steering wheel. And I feel like that's the case a lot of times. I'm mad at H&M, so we're not shopping there. Oh, they got a sale two months later. What, what did they do again? So <laughs> I feel like there's a lack of long-term vision. And as you said, what do we want from this? If we wanted scholarships for more minorities or for more black people, we should have said that. I'm not sure if T.I. stated that. He didn't have an end from the video I remember watching. He didn't have an end result. I think that's one issue with boycotting. Another issue besides emotions, driving a train, no end in sight. I think another one is endurance. because yes. the When I think of a successful boycott, I'm pretty sure just like all the listeners, I think of Montgomery. What about you, Latricia?
1: Yes, that was a long boycott. That wasn't two or three weeks. That thing lasted over a year. It wasn't just a come and go. Okay, Mm -hmm. they, they apologize. Now let's go back to supporting them. Mm hmm.
0: Mm-hmm. And Dr. King gave who was an excellent leader, gave insight of, OK, we still have to get to work. Here are some options for you all to still get to work. So he started encouraging carpools and even some of the some of the white people that had black housekeepers, they started going to pick them up. So there was also some during this time. Here are some other options. I believe that's very important in a boycott to give people direction of not only what's the end in sight, but what should happen during the boycott.
1: Yes, because there need to be other options when people are boycotting. I don't think so much about, again, this Gucci and Prada stuff, because to me, it's Clothing and accessories, and we can buy clothes and accessories pretty much anywhere. It's different than the Montgomery boycotts and transportation, and people not having any transportation and having to okay, well, am I gonna have to walk fifteen miles to work? I see that mm-hmm. kind of differently, but I think that yeah there needs to be some type of solution, and i I think I mentioned earlier that I saw somewhere where t i was promoting some black fashion designers don't support Gucci, let's go over and support these guys.
0: hmm hmm And to send me, that's the during, okay? Like you said, here are some other people.
1: And after, mm-hmm. if there is a made-up mind that we're going to permanently not support this company, again, I think it has to do with, like you said, what is the goal? What is the purpose of the boycott? What is it that we want? We need to say what we want from this boycott. And... If all of the things that we want, if we get those, then there is a reason to end the boycott. But if we don't Mm -hmm. get these, then there is no reason to end the boycott.
0: Yes, I agree. So with boycotts, is there anything else you would like to add that you've seen as an issue or that you have for the audience concerning... Boycotts, we've told them some reasons why we boycott, the origins of boycotting, current boycotts compared to civil rights boycotts.
1: The other thing that I wanted to say as it pertains to boycott is know why you're boycotting. Are you jumping on a bandwagon? Are you doing it because somebody else told you to do it? That goes back to the self-determination of... Deciding for yourself, speaking for yourself, not letting someone else speak for you. I saw where people were outraged by Floyd Mayweather. Did you see Uh. that where he he had on this Gucci outfit from head to toe? And I don't know if it was the next day, but sometime after the whole Gucci fiasco. And people are mad about it. He decided for himself that he wants to continue supporting Gucci for. But whatever reason, he has chosen. Mm.
0: Mm. So that's a good point. Know why you're doing it. Don't just be on the bandwagon. At least we can say Floyd is being true to himself. Maybe not supportive to the whole cause, but he's (laughs) staying true to himself. There is one other thing I want to talk about with boycotts. And this would be, oh boy, another one. One issue that I feel, in addition to lack of instructions end goal not in sight, requests not given, is that there's too many. I've been somewhere, or I'm going somewhere, and the next thing I know, someone's telling me, oh, you you bought some Dove? We boycotting Dove. And I'm like, uh, we are? Then the next thing is, oh, we're boycotting this company, and we're boycotting that company. And since there's no one person I can look at as a leader, I feel that the boycotts are just too many Papa John's, Under Armour, H&M, Gucci, Prada. Waffle House. Waffle House. Now, Waffle House, to me, that is a very serious issue because it's tied to police brutality.
1: Yeah, I I agree with, with Waffle House. And I guess the thing, too, about Waffle House, to me, is there seems to be this long history of racism when it comes to Waffle House. And it's not just at one particular Waffle House or one particular state. It seems like it's across the board, wherever Waffle Houses are, there are some type of issues associated with racial disparities. When it comes to Black people coming into Waffle House, dealing with employees, it's It's almost like the police are called without hesitation.
0: You know what I will say? Starbucks was another one. But Starbucks did something, in my opinion, that was redemptive. And they paid those guys that were arrested for sitting at Starbucks waiting for another guy. And they did sensitivity training, which for me, that still depends on the person. But at least you've done your part. I haven't heard any... Training occurring for Waffle House sensitivity, racial awareness, or anything like that. So, for me, I do believe in redemption to an extent. For me, the greatest redemption is one, changed behavior, and two, money. So, (laughs) (laughs) give me money, give them the money. So, I would like to see people receive a settlement for the things that have happened. Imagine all those people in Woff House if they received a settlement. We're sorry for doing this. We're going to give you a business loan or something like that. So I think that goes back to us saying when we boycott, we have to have a request. And for me, one would be change behavior, which may include training and things of that nature. And also, I feel as if the person should be
1: paid. I think that in order to see sustained behavior change that it requires some time just because Mm -hmm. somebody says they're going to do something and just because they have sensitivity training doesn't mean that they have become sensitive it still takes time to see if they're actually doing what they said they're going to do so when I walk into the Gucci store and I don't look like I have a million bucks will the person working there will they still greet me will they still Mm -hmm. ask me if they can help me or will they look at me as if, oh, she can't afford anything in here, why is she here?
0: I do think it takes time and that's a good point. We that goes back to the longevity and endurance of boycotting. But I agree that we should see, okay, six months from now, what is the experience?
1: Exactly. Is it gonna be they forgot, they're back, they're shopping, we can go back to business as usual. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Or is it going to change the climate like the Montgomery boycott? It not only changed the climate in Montgomery, but it changed the climate across the nation. So will it change the climate across all of the luxury stores? Will it change the climate of different places who have shown to be racially insensitive or places who have shown racism? Will this have any long-term impact on these different brands?
0: That's true to see. In the long run, what will happen? We have done a lot of talking about boycott, And I feel like, oh boy, I feel like this is an episode that we could unpack in two episodes. But Latricia, can you reiterate to the people what our principal challenge is?
1: Today, our principal challenge is before you take a stand, educate yourself. Don't depend on others. Become informed then take your stance.
0: Good. understand your why. Yes. You are welcome to find us on Instagram at livingtheprinciples and give us some more insight of what you feel should be considered with boycotts or even the principle self-determination. We would like for you guys to open your hearts, ears, and minds for our next section, Spread the Good News. Not rumors, not rubbish. Living the principles, we spread the news. Sticking with the principle of self-determination, I would like to shout out Essence Beauty Supply in Rankin County of Pearl, Mississippi. This is the only black-owned beauty supply store, so please support your own and visit Essence Beauty Supply in Pearl, Mississippi. Our second person that we would like to highlight with self-determination, and it even ties into our conversation for the day, is Davidson Petit Frere. Frere. <laughs> Davidson was an apprentice with a tailor at 21. He offered to partner with them to create a brand. They declined his offer, but at 29... He has his own menswear line. He has clients such as Michael Jordan, Steph Curry, and Jay-Z. So it's always important to see what you hold and go for it. Not only is he involved in fashion, but he is also pursuing film. He has also even been featured in Forbes. & Petite, Self-Determination. Our third highlight for self-determination is Tulsa Real Estate Fund. Tulsa Real Estate Fund is the first African-American-owned crowd fund. It moves forward on its entrepreneur incubator, which is 30,000 square feet. It'll have features such as meeting rooms, even a place to record. This is who we're highlighting for self-determination, Essence Beauty Supply, Davidson Petite, Tulsa Real Estate Fund. Kuji Chagalia.
1: Kuji Chagalia. Create for ourselves. Thank you, Phyllis.
0: You're welcome. All right, Latricia, we've given them a lot of information. Do you have anything else for our listeners?
1: I have our soul snack for today, which comes from an African proverb. It says, a real family eats the same cornmeal.
0: We would love to hear from you concerning our soul snack, kuchi jagalia, or any of the topics discussed today. You are welcome to contact us at Living the Principles on Instagram or visit our website, livingtheprinciples365.com.
1: That's our show for today. Thanks for listening. Until next time, expand your minds
0: and impact your communities.
1: Thanks for listening to Living the Principles podcast.
0: Be sure to visit us at livingtheprinciples365.com to access the show and join in on the conversations.